0: keep it rolling hello
1: and welcome to another episode of the taboo talk podcast i'm really excited to finally share with you um something that was recorded over my five week little hiatus um, I actually recorded this last year, <laughs> and I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited to finally bring it to you. Um, this one is quite special because it is my first guest uh, podcast episode, I suppose, and my first guest is actually someone who is a regular at the club. So that is where I met Kyle. He comes in Quite frequently, and over the time that we've known each other, he's actually had some pretty unique and quite confronting stories um, in his own personal life. That really grateful that he was able and willing to share with us on the podcast. So I'm going to share that with you guys today. Um, sorry for my lack of consistency, but I did warn you at the start of my podcasting career that i would not be a consistent bitch so shouldn't come as a surprise anyway i'm just finding a message that kyle sent in so here's a message from kyle
0: hey i'm kyle no that's not my real name but we're probably going to talk about a few things that i don't normally talk to people about and if you recognize my voice i probably haven't told you this because I'm not comfortable to tell you this yet, so your discretion is uh, appreciated.
1: Woohoo, discretion is appreciated. So if you recognise Kyle's voice, please don't fucking harass him about what he talks about today. Um, Thank you so much, we'll jump straight into it and enjoy the episode, guys.
0: Keep it rolling.
1: Oh, we good? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Use an like, adjective. How are you really today?
0: I am uh, splendid.
1: Splendid. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Seeing more of the club than I ever
1: have. Yeah. It's weird seeing it in daylight, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realise that was Brack. Brack? Brick.
1: Oh brick. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot. There's it's less distracting when there's not women walking around in lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> <an actual>. Yeah. <laughs> Build. i mean i
0: only not ever come here for the architecture
1: yeah <laughs> totally um yeah thanks so much for thanks for coming today thank you i hope you're enjoying it we're having a beer we're sitting at the club fully closed it's daylight you're kyle you can call me katie or holly i respond mm-hmm. to either um beautiful so in our time together you told me about this experience that you had um mm-hmm which just honestly has kind of blown my mind. Um, so do you want to talk about that? Do you want to start with, like, what happened when yeah. you were living in Australia?
0: Yeah, so moved over to Australia just, like, 18, 19. Yeah.
1: Um, moved from your like, originally Kiwi.
0: Yeah, originally Kiwi, just moved out of home, fresh out of home, first time out, had the freedom of a whole different country.
1: Yeah, and new identity. I was just
0: living my best life. Mm. Uh, sort of, probably the best way to describe it: just young dumb, full of cum, <laughs> as
1: some people say. Or, it's uh, cliche because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So I'd been there for probably about six months a year by then, and the joys of Tinder and whatnot. Because mm. um, what year
1: would that have been? Uh,
0: not sure, I think it was still my first year in Aussie, now 21, probably like 19,
1: 2019? 2019.
0: 2019, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, so. Or, twenty. Yeah. no, they would have been 2017 or 2018, I'm not sure now. In the teens. It was in the teens, it was in the
1: teens. <laughs> Tinder yeah. was around anyway. Yeah. Because uh, you're, sorry, To um, you're 23 now, right, yeah. correct? Yes. What's your yeah. star sign? I
0: am Aries.
1: You're an Aries. Okay, cool. Sorry. Back, you're in Australia, full of calm.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's right the to put it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I ended up matching with an older woman. She asked me to come around. Sweet as Had some fun. You um, went straight
1: to her house. Like, it wasn't even like a date or anything. Not a
0: date or anything. Yeah. It was very upfront and forward. Let's, let's have get fun. Bi-
1: yeah, business done.
0: Had a couple drinks, sat around, chatted for a bit, and then got to what we were looking forward to anyway.
1: <laughs> Can I ask her? Um... Never mind, I don't have a question. Sorry. <laughs> it just felt like interrupting you. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, how
1: old was she, roughly? How much older?
0: I think she was It was late thirties, early forties. Yeah. I I would like to say forty two, but I that's my memory shit. Um but yeah anyway, so we're fucking having a great time. (laughs) And then it sort of all finished up and I sort of noticed I heard some noises that weren't really us and (laughs) long story short her partner ended up coming out and I ended up finding out he had been watching us the whole time it was sort of just awkward and I sort of just left it at that left the house went home and then in the following days they contacted me and sort of like oh sorry about that that was probably a bit wrong but would you be interested in coming back if we for, um, compensated you for it? I, suppose <laughs> you I can't remember the way they worded it, but it was a very professional way that they worded it. And I was like, oh.
1: Because they were 40. They knew the right um, language.
0: Yeah. And I was like, so oh. So basically
1: they're offering to pay you for this service. Of yeah. cu- it's This is called cuckolding, by the way, where you get off on your, your romantic partner having sex, With another person, yeah. The fucked up thing about this is you didn't give consent of someone watching and being in the same room with you. Like you just thought it was like the two of you, right? Yeah. You and this cougar getting it on.
0: Yeah, having fun, like great time. So he was in the
1: he he was in the wardrobe. Was he in the wardrobe the whole time? Like what?
0: I don't know if he was in the wardrobe the whole time or whatnot, (laughs) but I just remember hearing noises and then i think i went to the bathroom when you
1: say noises do you think that was like was it just like moving around moving or?
0: around like not full-on noises but like like, you
1: couldn't hear him wanking no
0: anything. no no but like i can remember hearing that and i i came back from the bathroom and he was there mm. and it was sort of like uh right oh crap my clothes <laughs> i'm out of here just mm. completely avoiding the confrontation of it all and Looking back at it now, it's a lot worse than what I had initially perceived. Like, I was young, having fun. Yeah. Didn't quite see it that way, but...
1: Yeah. Hearing this story, I'm like, you were 18. That is... Or 18, 19, mm. either way. You're so young. And for a couple that's, like, late 30s, 40s, anyone that's over, like, at a certain age, like, that is just fully taking advantage of your youth and also just, like... Not being, like, you know, for so many young men in your position, like, how do you even, like, how do you even take that in? It would have been so confusing, I imagine.
0: Yeah. And, like, yeah, it was just naive and didn't really understand the full yeah. concept of it all. Like, yeah. Looking back now, yes, I see it, and it's like, okay, that's a bit fucked up. But, yeah. So I, yeah, I continued doing it. ended up getting... Paid to come around and basically sleep with this guy's wife <laughs> a wee while, and then they asked me to if they could introduce me to some of their friends. Yep. <clears throat> um, I'm assuming they had a whole key in the bowl sort of community, I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't Express. until I met their friends that it got a bit more complicated and I realised I was... (laughs) Because
1: the non-consent at 18 that first time wasn't complicated enough or just wait. Yeah,
0: well, it just... Yeah. I didn't quite fully grasp the situation I was putting myself in. And
1: Yeah, totally.
0: As they started to pay me, I got, like, excited and, like, this is amazing. I'm getting paid to have fun, really, but... Yeah. Already on a good wage, so I didn't really need the money, but I...
1: Yeah.
0: It was awesome because I felt didn't realise the whole situation of what actually was going on, I was letting my guard down. I was having drinks with them yeah. occasionally more than that and that was fine because I was okay with it but yeah. Anyway, they introduced me to their friends and their friends, I just I don't know how to put it but Basically, they took it a bit further, and I ended up waking up with no recollection, cuffed to a bed, and just sort of, what's going on? What's going on in my life? What the fuck? What am I doing here? And that's when it began to sort of sink in of what I was doing, and the exposure to risk, I uh, the exposure to danger that I was putting myself in.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
0: Uh, But, yeah, after... So, how did
1: you get yourself out of that, like, you said you were handcuffed?
0: Yeah, so they are just, like, those pink, fluffy, plasticky, sort of, (laughs) like, they they sort of look like metal, but they're plasticky sort of handcuffs. Yeah,
1: you get them from a $2 (laughs) shop.
0: So, I sort of just didn't really say anything, broke them.
1: Was there anyone with you when you woke up and you were, like... Because how did you, like, what happened before... Was it, like, you got so fucked up, you were blackout, and then, like, it was, like, a next thing I'm in bed, like, handcuffed, but, like, was Mm. there anything before?
0: Um, I don't. (laughs) I was in a state when I was going to see these people. I don't really remember much of it. I remember coming into the house. They're nice, friendly, attractive, like, happy as and then just sort of waking up with a horrible feeling in my gut like
1: yeah
0: something's not right here yeah um and then just yeah woke up didn't see them Hmm. I don't even remember seeing them as I left but yeah just broke the handcuffs grabbed my clothes and left
1: Yeah.
0: yeah it was interesting
1: yeah it sounds like i mean you can totally see how easy it would be to like just get caught up in that and then yeah to just have that moment of like oh shit what and i think in like the industry of sex work, there is a lot of risk. What I love about the club and working here is there's so many boundaries and there's so many like rules in place that like keep us. But if you go and do private things outside, it's it's very different experience. And like I too have found myself in a situation where it's like, fuck, like I actually don't have this this isn't just fun. Like this is I'm at so much risk. Um yeah! Wow, that's fucking. So, were they paying you quite a lot in that situation, or
0: um, it varied a lot. Okay. Like, at first, yes, because that was sort of like a
1: like a like we're a, sorry.
0: Well, I thought that way, yes, but now I'm sort of looking back at it, see it as a sort of like, uh temptation to get me back in the door. Mm. An initial sort of like, get get me excited sort of thing. And then it was just sort of like... Can I ask how much? I think the first time was 1,500. And I was only meant to be there for, well, there wasn't an exact time, but it was more just like, hey, come over, where's the father, and you go. And then I ended up being there the whole night.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And then from there, it ended up getting less, but sometimes there were... Other things provided, yeah, or like drugs, or
1: yeah,
0: um, they bought me a game for my PlayStation or something like <laughs> that. Like it was just random. How things, can we keep was, like, this
1: young guy captivated? Like yeah. let's get him a PlayStation game. Like yeah. he'll definitely come back for more. Right. That, was on to,
0: <laughs> that was on top of cash. It was just more like I had mentioned yeah. something about, it and they thought, oh yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's weird but then yeah like saying that somewhere like the club you have all these boundaries and mm. at least somewhat of a safe sign yeah and even here i still see girls coming in because i do come here quite a bit i suppose <laughs> um, i do see occasionally new girls come in and, and they're you can almost see it in their eyes they're loving it, making money, having fun, and it's exciting, but it's, I also sort of get scared when I see that, because I know where they could end up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Oh, 100%, like, when I first started dancing, I would get blackout. Every single night. Like, I, because, yeah, like, I was making money, like, I'd never, I didn't even think that was possible to make that kind of money. You know, you're like, yeah, you're adored by everyone. Like, your ego, like, my ego was so inflated. It was just like, ugh. But it was so much fun. You get so caught up in it and you're amazing. And I, I yeah, did definitely, like, like, now that I've been doing it for a few years and I'm, like, older and wiser and whatever, I'm way more humble in my approach to life. I don't know if I'd ever call myself humble, actually. But, um, but like, you recognise that it's yeah. completely different. It's all part of the industry. Like, that shouldn't reflect how I take myself outside of work. But I do remember, like, waking up one morning at my house and I couldn't remember, you know, I couldn't remember, how, I didn't even know how much money I made. Um... I couldn't remember that. I didn't remember any of my dances. And I was like, it just kind of like hit me. Even though, yeah, there's so many rules here and boundaries. Like if I'm in a drunk enough state, like people could still take advantage. Like we've got good security here. I need to look after myself and need to be able to protect myself. And there is this really like dark, like, energy I can I can still feel it so clearly like that morning when I woke up I was like no I can't do this anymore and now I I just don't I'm not a big drinker at work I take it way more seriously like also you know I'm very lucky to work in a club where I do where I trust the bar staff with like a little family but I mean I could have been getting paid like 500 bucks less every night than what I you know like I had no idea so there's all of those things like you just gotta at the end of the day, you gotta look out for yourself and like being so young in stepping into a world full of adults that have had so much more experience than you. Like they it's almost like it comes across like your experience, like they were all they were pretty much grooming you that's what it seems like to me you know you have that experience like right from the get-go that is so wrong I can't imagine ever going not even like just meeting someone from tinder being in their house hooking up hooking up with anyone and then to find out that there was someone there the whole time whether that be a partner or a friend or like you know it's just a violation of your own privacy you didn't consent to that yeah. You didn't agree to that. That's, that's so fucked up. And those adults should have known better. But they pick young people for a reason, you know. Yeah. Because at the same time, like, you're so young. You're, like, your body is working differently to, like, you know, a lot of the other ages. Like, you want that sort of thing. Was there, like, times where you were, like, confused about, like, Setting your own boundaries
0: I I struggle with boundaries. I don't often set them for myself mm. or anything like that but the whole consent thing mm. I think that's what sort of pushed me to see sex workers a lot more because I know it's all like if I'm dealing with someone from Tinder mm. yes. You talk about consent, all that other sort of stuff, but with somewhere like here, because it's a good place, you know (laughs) that you're going to get pulled up, or Mm. they're going to get pulled up, or something like that. It's all above board. Everyone knows what they're expecting, what's happening, Mm. and whatnot. Like consent is massive,
1: Mm. especially like I feel like we talk so much about like men asking for consent, and but it goes both ways. And I feel like that's such a huge thing. Like as women, and like this is just like moving across from like the experience that you had because that's that's so fucked up. But like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just like we're almost con- – there's this amazing quote that I saw a few weeks ago. I reached it on my Instagram, and it's like, consent only kills the mood – if the answer is no, yeah. and it's so true, like the only time that like it's not sexy is if someone doesn't want to have sex, so that's all there is to it, that's that's fine, okay, all good. For women or like, well, for, sorry, for men, there's this expectation this narrative that men always want sex, like sex is always good. You'll always be, if you're getting laid, you're winning, right? Like that's, that's kind of the narrative
0: you should just be glad that you're getting it,
1: right? Um, this yeah. This is
0: your. This is an honor for you. You can't say no because you want me. Yeah. 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 It is that way, a simple way that I've always sort of explained it to women when trying to put this point across is: mm. every woman hates unsolicited unsolicited right? Oh, sorry, it's what was that? Unsolicited deckbacks.
1: Oh, no, yeah, no, dick pics. Horrible,
0: horrible, horrible thing. I'm guilty of it in the past. I have learned my lesson.
1: Yeah, awesome. I'm glad you've learned. Have you started
0: seeing someone and thought, I've just got out of the shower, I'm feeling sexy, and you've sent him a snap?
1: Oh, I yeah, like I I yeah. love... But
0: that's the thing. Have you guys talked about it? Checked that that's okay for you to randomly send him a photo of mm. you getting out of the shower? Mm. No, he's, he's going to love it because he's a guy and I'm a girl. He's going to see my tits. It's great. But if it turns around the opposite way, he's just got out of the shower and he's feeling great and he sends it to you, it's instantly, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Mm. That's just a simple way that I've sort of tried to put it, but it goes in every layer. Like when it comes along to sex, as you said, it's only a problem if the answer is no. Mm.
1: Well, it's not even like it's only a problem when the oh, answer's no. Like,
0: it's only
1: the, the answer being no is definite. Like yeah. there's no, it just should be respected. But I think like as, because of that narrative that guys always want sex, if A guy says no to sex. It's such a personal thing. It's like, what's wrong with me? Because women are put that our value is based on the way we look and everything. So you saying no to me is you saying I'm not sexy. And that's the most fucked thing that you can say in a capitalist society that has built us, a patriarchal society that built us, and these narratives that, like, aren't true. They're not. Because, like, men don't always want sex. These narratives. Because at the end of the day the core of culture is storytelling the core of culture is narratives it's these things that we hear we grow up with we learn over and over again and also these narratives become part of our identity we start to believe that we but our bodies have an interesting way of saying otherwise so you being a man and you know having this like that sex is always good but then being in a situation where you're like but I don't want to be here like I don't want this I can't speak from men I don't know the experience of being a man but have you ever found yourself in situations where like you just didn't want to have sex you're having sex or Uh, you just thought that you should because you're a guy
0: yeah lots of times Yeah. yeah but even the fact of but like if I get a girl around to mine and yeah. she's wanting it and I try to say, hey, look, I'm not just feeling it, it's all right if you go home, it's, oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But yeah. if you were to do that to me, it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's she's not in the mood. But a guy, no, you asked me to come over and you've changed your mind. Why the fuck did you change your mind? Yeah. Do I not look good enough for you or yeah. for So,
1: yeah, do I not look good enough? See how it comes back to like the value on being like pretty enough.
0: And it, yeah, sort of turns into a guilt trip or whatnot, which guys are definitely um, do as well, which is horrible, but Mm. it's, yeah.
1: yeah. But it's these narratives that are super dangerous as well because like they make us think we should be like things should be happening a certain way. You're a guy Mm -hmm. who invited me over we're gonna have sex now you don't want sex but actually if we just look human to human if we understand the way our bodies are and not based on that fucking stupid story that isn't even true we would understand like okay this isn't a personal thing actually this guy's really sweet because he's just being honest and like I would value honesty over a need for a root you know what mm. I mean like at least you're being clear
0: being upfront and honest is that easiest way to do things Mm. like i hear some guys talking and going oh yeah i'll I'll say this line it gets them to come over and then i sleep with them and then that's that sort of thing Mm. i have had more success talking to girls and say hey look i'm not looking for anything serious sure you may change my mind but that is very unlikely i'm only looking for basically looking
1: for sex. I'm emotionally unavailable. I'm emotionally unavailable. <laughs> and they'll go,
0: okay, cool. I'm not looking for that at the moment. Or, yeah, sure, maybe we'll meet up. Mm. Like, if two people are on the same page, it makes it so much more sense. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: And I feel like that's something I really do respect about you, is, like, you're very transparent. You're a really good, clear communicator. And I think that that is super important because it gives like not only are you saying like what you're thinking or what your expectations are but also like puts like I put like a trust in you and like and a respect like okay cool like this is like it's just the best way to do it and I think you've probably had more success over that because people are like well fucking yeah awesome he's up front about what he wants no no one likes it when people beat around the bush like yeah. just just say how it is. Say what you mean. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. 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 We do
0: have a lot of interesting chats.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. That's why I was like, we have to do a podcast later. Like um, that's
0: that's and, definitely one thing I've found when I come here is you girls, like whenever you're trying to talk to a guy, the easiest way to have a proper conversation with him is distract him put something in his hands sit beside him so it's not front on like have you ever re- seen the like researchers and all that or the tips you see on social media or whatnot like get him doing something or sit like walk or not face to face quite often because no men, but exactly like it, this is, is money studies, talk <laughs> there is studies on it and it's men are better side to side talking
1: okay. and
0: they are better to have something in their hands to fiddle with, or something like that. Yeah. they're like little children. <laughs> We're like little children. I
1: figured that part um, already.
0: But well, coming here,
1: mm. okay,
0: yes, you give me a lap dance, it's great. But quite often we'll have massive chats, and mm. it sort of turned the strip club to me into sort of like a place to go get some counselling. Like I've, <laughs> I've came in and talked to you about random shit in my life, and left going oh, yeah, perfect. That clears it up for me. So <laughs> I mean, as I said to you, thank you. Oh, yeah. You've sort of gotten me to the point where I now feel comfortable enough to actually go and see a therapist and work on the thousands and thousands of issues I have.
1: <laughs>
0: I've known it for years that I need to do it, but taking that step's massive. But after realizing I'm basically doing that here, right. plus I get the bonus of seeing but... <sighs> and yeah.
1: great architecture. Great architecture. <laughs>
0: I suppose you could call that artistic. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that, and that like, thank you so much for like just sharing that because I think that's fucking awesome. And this is what I love about working in the industry that I do. Like, I love it for so many things. I love that I can express myself on stage, but we, as strippers, like we face stigma and taboo. All the time. It's hard. When people ask me what I do for a living, I have to know a certain amount about them before I can say, depending yeah. on the situation and context and stuff, you know. Um, so it is a place that is usually free of a lot of judgment and stuff like that. And I feel like there is, it's so overlooked, like the importance of just these conversations that take place upstairs like you said it's all paid it's transactional like you know the boundaries I know the boundaries it's constantly being reinforced it's a safe zone it really is a safe zone and not only is it safe like it should remain safe for both you and me the conversations up there is just welcomed and loving and super sweet and this is like Something that I want, like, the rest of the world to understand is, like, there's so much more that happens here than just, like, lap dances and booty shaking and stuff. It's like, actually, there is a service to society that is done here, and I'm fucking proud of you for making that step and going to see a therapist. That's also yeah. less less work for me. <laughs> no, I'm <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> Even, like,
0: the with the whole stigma around it about, oh, yeah, you're just getting naked for guys and rest the thing that sort of proves that wrong is there could be a model absolute model of a girl in the club and she might be just sitting over in the corner waiting for a guy to talk to her but then there could be a just an average girl looks like she just walked off the street and just started working but if she's bubbly energy roaming around talking to people gets up on stage high energy she's probably going to make double the money than what the model girl is going to make because Mm. she's actually i don't know it's less about i don't know how to word that but it's not all about the just all sexy naked girl it's Mm. a whole show it's an experience it's Mm. a fantasy Mm. but it is done safely
1: yeah definitely yeah with what you're saying about like the show, the energy and everything. And like, I can go on stage, feel absolute shit. And I'm just like, whatever, like Holly, just bring it, put put some rock music on and just let it out and just work with the crowd. People see you having fun. People, your, your charisma sells, your confidence sells, mm. your energy sells. Your body can sell itself to a certain degree, but people fall in love with, beings with human like when I when I go to strip clubs obviously it's very different for me because I am a dancer but like the girls that I wanna book and have dances with aren't it's I I'm never attracted to just the way someone looks. For me it's oh my gosh like that, that chick is having the best time up in that corner. Like we need to let's get a dance now. i want to like book extend. She's amazing she's having so much fun. Everyone in here knows exactly what's going on. I respect what she has to say. She's got an interesting story. Blah, blah, blah. It's amazing. Everyone's happy. We leave. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, because like, I
0: mean, who goes out to just sit there? You go out to have fun, have an exciting yeah, time. You yeah. Go out, you want the energy. You don't want just, ooh,
1: pretty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. But, yeah
0: is also there too
1: of course this is the thing as well and what I love about the club is there's a lot of diversity here Mm -hmm. and I think we're all like led to believe you know women are led to believe that we have to look a certain way to be sexy but from my experiences here that's not actually true when I've been at my curvyest is when I made the most money you know yeah Because that's when I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, whatever. I was just like, this is just, you know? And then that's when I make the most money. It's actually what I love seeing here is sometimes the curviest girls that cannot dance, they get up, they do it anyway. And they fucking kill it. They make so much money. And it's so cute. And I just, I wish that, like, women could see what happens here and how it actually looks. Because it's... It's not how we think. Like these magazines are selling us fucking bullshit, fucking bullshit, and we think we all have to look that way. And yeah, it looks fantastic. Like of course, like and like pay whatever you want, like do all of that. Like you're you're paying to look a certain way. You're paying for a better quality of life, essentially, because people treat you differently. Whatever, as
0: long as you're doing it for you.
1: But are we ever like really doing it for us? Like, well, well, okay. Yeah, but actually,
0: sorry to interrupt you, but another thing is about you saying, when you're confident, happy, and whatnot, how I probably started booking you for a lap dance more often. Do you Mm. remember how that came about? Uh... The Calvins?
1: Oh, yeah!
0: (laughs) So there's all these, like, all you drummers that work here, stunning, they're all wearing probably expensive, I don't know how expensive different lingeries are, but mm. they're all wearing expensive lingerie. And then you're sitting there, smiling, giggling your ass off, <laughs> wearing your, just your comfy Calvins. And I was like...
1: Comfy, great Calvin clients. I tell you, I make the most money in them.
0: <laughs> but you can actually tell she's happy, she's having a great time, she's not feeling uncomfortable and his shoestring so far up her ass she needs surgery to remove it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, you're happy, you're loving life, and it's mm. like yes,
1: mm. yes, yeah. I don't know. I, no, I think as well. Like this is something. Oh, that door's gonna slam. No, oh, right. is it isn't. Ah, it's the ghost. Um, yeah. So I actually did find. So me being at my curvier, definitely like wore like more of my Calvin's and things. Mm. Like that. I was looking back on photos yesterday. Actually, I was like. Why, like always so hard on ourselves when we think we look shit and when you look back a year ago like a year later I'm like look fucking great like what the fuck but anyway I love wearing my Calvins because it feels like I'm in my pajamas and I feel because I feel comfortable in what I'm wearing I go approach more people I talk to more people I just I, yeah I've feel great and I can do more on stage like I'm not like worried about like oh like right, this is gonna like, oh, da, 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 da. I'm just like let's go. love it you're
0: yeah. not constantly readjusting
1: yeah and also like if I'm getting like lap dance lap dance lap dance upstairs like I can just off and off and on real quick like let's get that money going <laughs> and yeah. it does like my best nights ever have been in my comfy cupboards mm-hmm. yeah I love that
0: yeah yeah it is nice
1: It's not an awkward moment. Actually, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I can't believe how nervous you were at the start of this. Like, just how often have we talked and we just ramble on? God, ten thousand different subjects, and it's like, yeah, we're not going to have an issue here.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh,
0: there's a computer (laughs) listening now. Makes it all so
1: different. Just... I can see the blue lines moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it actually does though. Like, honestly, I always get so nervous before I start recording. I, even like the night before, I'm like, oh my god, though. Like, shit, is a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was like super awesome. I feel like we covered a lot of things. Thank you so much as well. I appreciate you coming in. Like, this is the yeah. first time we've hung out, not paid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good (laughs) point.
1: I did buy you a drink, though. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I got paid this time. Ah, I got paid with beer.
1: (laughs) And my energy. My energy is a currency.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Awesome. Well, yeah. No, thank you so much for being on here. I oh, I have a final send off question. (laughs) Do you believe in aliens?
0: Do I believe in aliens? (laughs) I'm sort of like on the fence. Okay. Like. The probability of them being out there, Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, totally. But the probability of them actually coming to us, probably not. How long ago did their existence begin? And, like, they could be in the same situation as us where they're only just exploring their little part of the universe. Do you think aliens live
1: under capitalism, too?
0: Oh, fuck it. What? I don't know. It's... (laughs) It's a weird thing to think about, but it's a deep, dark wormhole.
1: It's a deep dark. Di- it's not there so... I love it. I love the alien talk. The yeah. alien talk gets me off. Well, it doesn't, but I mean, it might do. I don't know. Ollie take <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, note. I you have mentioned him, yet? Pardon?
0: <laughs> I was thinking, oh, shit. Oh, no, you have mentioned him on here
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) name drop
0: (laughs) add to shopping list alien costume
1: (laughs) um yeah awesome and that's just like on that another thing that i really love about you know sex workers and being a stripper and stuff like that especially like someone like you who comes into the club all the time and (laughs) like always like all Uh, the time (laughs) (laughs) um it's that I don't always talk about having a boyfriend to random people I don't need to people ask questions that's my personal life but like the understanding that like because it is a transaction that happens here we both have our individual lives and like like you know I have a partner it doesn't interfere with anything because this is what it is and it's so separate to everything else I just think that's pretty cool
0: I didn't actually know you had a partner until you mentioned him on I think it was your first podcast. Yeah, (laughs) and I was just like oh okay cool yeah
1: Yeah.
0: it's actually awesome that you have found someone that is emotionally stable enough to deal with it yeah a lot of girls especially when they first start just think oh but it's just my work why does anyone care but it does take a lot of understanding and trust
1: yeah totally
0: it's cool
1: yeah and that's the thing that i found when i was dating is okay like I'm i'm i've given up dancing for a relationship before i will never do it again i just all it does is weed out anyone that's not confident enough in themselves to trust that like this is work it's not you know, and I can understand how it could be challenging and stuff. And like, definitely, mentally, like, have our own boundaries and things. And we like, talk about those things often. That again comes down to communication. Yeah, being with someone that is like he's not, like like okay with it. He like fully supports it and everything. Everything I do in the confidence call, like I have like a sex worker podcast. He's like, yeah, babe, all good. I can get that cheddar. And I'm like, yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And.
0: Yeah, it probably sort of of worms out the toxicity of, like, you go out and have fun, and you just somehow talking to a random guy about something random in a bar, he sees you across the room, he's not going to come over and go, oh, what the fuck, why are you talking to a woman? Mm. That sort of thing. Like, that's horrible and just...
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's sort of... You can actually talk to people without trying to fuck them. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> you do get louder. You can actually talk to people without trying to fuck them. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um. You said anything was on the table. I feel like I said like twenty minutes ago we were gonna like wrap this up, but oh, we don't need sure. to wrap it up. Just chicken. Um. Sex workers alike. So. You, obviously, like, strip club, boundaries, things like that. Other sex workers? Are you... I don't even know what the question is.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah. So you're talking about literal sex workers?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, okay, so. like, outside of strip clubs are there um, extras yeah. and full full, full service, service sex workers as yes. well. Right.
0: Um, yeah, so... That's is an interesting one too because it is very dependent on the girl to how well they set their boundaries Mm. especially if it's done privately yeah in a workplace yes that's taken care of for them but Mm. it can turn people sour
1: yeah what like like, at the workers or your experience no like
0: um so if they have only, like, started doing private and continue doing private, if they haven't learned to set their boundaries, mm. they can end up sour, toxic, and horrible.
1: Yeah, But Like, okay. the ones that
0: do have their boundaries there and all the rest.
1: Like, non-negotiable boundaries. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, yeah.
0: Or, yeah, basically that is sort of just like, okay, yes. And they actually have a structure and are happy and they know where the line sits and they can... Yeah say no Mm. but that's mm, that's also sort of goes back to that whole thing of you start to experience the money the fun the excitement of Mm. it all and you get carried away with it yeah so it's not their fault it's
1: um, also like like in this industry like especially if you go out privately like who's looking after yeah. Uh, so it's There's so taboo. Like, where do you go for, to get that sort of guidance and it's stuff? But like, I remember there was one one girl wanted to be a dancer, and I went and I met with her before. She had a lot of questions, and, like, she was saying that she was listening to this YouTube channel, and they, were ba- they basically gave her the worst advice I could ever hear. I was like, what the fuck were you listening to? Like, everything that she was asking, I was like where did you even what and it was just so I don't know if it was like applied for like the place whatever country I don't know but it is a, a very interesting industry because it's it is still looked down on by a lot of people it's hard to have anyone to kind of lead by example because like you know if you're a sex worker you don't tell anyone about it you know I didn't for four years
0: like, yeah if i knew anyone going into any form of sex work mm. i would the only thing i would stress is go find the place you plan to work
1: yeah
0: or someone that is doing the work you are looking at doing mm. and sit down for an hour and like even if you have to pay them just sit yeah. down and talk about it and actually find out like yeah. youtube even your podcast yeah like Yes, it applies here. It may not apply somewhere else. Yeah, totally. Like Every single place is going to be different, have different standards and boundaries that you have to uphold. Like,
1: yeah, totally.
0: Go and talk to someone yeah. that is in the position Ex- you're going to be in.
1: Yes. It will
0: save you a shitload of drama and yeah. heartache or whatever it is. Yeah.
1: I, 100%. I feel like the, like speaking about privates – like you can meet someone at the club or like referred to by a friend and you can have private bookings and stuff. And it is always in my private bookings. They are so stressful, but most of the time they, they fall through. They never actually happen. Um, but it's like the the setting bound, like here I can be like, yeah, these are the rules and this is the cost. I have no qualms in saying that. But outside of here, people ask me, I'm like, okay, what's my hourly rate? What am I what do I have to let them know before we go like are we just going for a drink? like I will never do like a private lap dance or go and meet someone in a hotel room or anything that pri- I just wouldn't do that
0: that literally put a shiver down my spine, you saying yeah, like,
1: oh. but like some this is something that S- some people do offer
0: some people do, and they may be equipped for it may not mm. but yeah it's.
1: Yeah, I had a, there was a referred friend from uh, an ex-sugar daddy of mine this week. And a sugar daddy was like, hey, I've got a friend coming down to Queenstown. He's keen to like hang out with you. And, you know, we'll just see what you guys like, whatever happens. And I was like, okay, it sounds to me like you haven't fully, you know, my T's and C's. Like, you know, my boundaries it sounds like you're kind of implying that this could go a bit further than what I offer. And he was like, I'll, I'll just let you guys discuss that. I'll give him your wow. number. And I was like, okay, like trusting this sugar daddy, which like, fucking hell, why did I do that? Anyway, um, I got, got the guy's number and I fully straight laid out as like three fifty an hour, um, we can go out for a drink. <clears throat> that's it unfortunately I don't do privates but these are the nights I'm working if you do want a private dance you can come into the club and he drove down to Queenstown it was my understanding we we're gonna hang out that night I was gonna we have a drink in town and then I was gonna go home I was fucking tired and he called me he's like oh so you don't do lap dances or you don't do like any extras or anything like that and I was like no, like, I or like I let you know that straight away just so there would be no miscommunication. And he was like, okay, like, so you don't do, like, any extras. I'm like, fucking hell, bro. Like, I, I have told you this already. Are you wasting my time? Like, you, did you drive all the way to Queenstown for no reason? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go back to Wanaka then. And I was like, okay, like, all good. And just... The thing is, private bookings, being a stripper, like, aren't run through the club, are so fucking annoying because they, like, literally, I swear to God, like, out of 10 times, I'll get two, two privates. But it'll be, it's a back and forth messaging. It's me not making any plans at night. It's being in limbo, like, what's going to happen? This, that, and the other. Private bookings suck. But then they can be awesome because it's... It's just like the hassle, man. The fucking hassle. I'd rather just do it at work.
0: And it may be just an hour that you're meeting with them, but the lead up to it, you're probably spending four or five hours just communicating with yeah. them, ready. You're putting your plans on hold. You could have been working that night, potentially. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there's so many promises, and it's like, oh, yeah, we'll do this and this. And just, oh, my God. And that's why I was having this conversation with someone the other day about sugar daddies and the idea of a sugar daddy is amazing like, especially like I've had sugar days where like I don't I've never done any extras like, I don't think I ever will I like what I offer um and it's good like you you can have people that are super happy with those boundaries and the, you know um but honestly the admin that goes into it because it's not just like you know oh they pay you and you live your life like it's a relationship like it is a relationship and it's fucking hard work sometimes there's so much emotional labor especially when you have customers that you know we see a lot of emotionally unstable people here a lot Mm. like a lot of people need a lot of reassurance a lot of that's why they're here you know they want love but it's very demanding and energetically that comes at such a cost especially when you're constantly doing all these things now I'm in a relationship like I don't really give a fuck about having anything like one relationship is enough mm. for me i don't need any fake stuff. because at the end of the day like fake isn't even the right word because it's still a real relationship it's not pretend like yes. this is actually happening we're communicating it might be transactional it might be a different but it's still a relationship and
0: yeah. man
1: yeah i was hard yakka you. <laughs> oh, yeah, cause sometimes where, like, you get paid well but it's like is it really like if you work out like stress per minute
0: <laughs> yeah and i suppose you run into it a lot with the whole oh yeah these are my boundaries that's cool okay yeah sweet and then that's fine i'll still online and then they say oh yeah i'd like to meet up with you for a drink for an hour and then they get there and they're like okay sweet so i'll give you a little bit of extra money you can come back to my hotel mm. No, I've yeah. told you what my boundaries
1: are. <laughs> you can give me the money. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming. Like, you can give that just because you've fucked me off now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, just the amount of time. And a lot of times you can be working with other girls. Okay, we've got we've been booked at this time. This is the arrangement. Like, 20 minutes before, like, oh, no, I changed our mind. You know, or you get there and, like, it's really important. I think I'll do another podcast episode on, on just, like, creating your own boundaries outside of working at a club because um, I've been – I found myself, like, you know, I, I trust a lot of people and I've told people my cost and then at the end, of, like, instead of taking payment at the start, just being like, oh, good, like, yep, let's do this now, waited until the end and then they were like, oh, I thought you meant it was that cost for the whole night. Or like until like you know we went home like I've never done it overnight, and I was like no that was per hour so it's five hundred per hour not five hundred for the whole are you fucking kidding me like yeah so but that again is just like a lesson for myself and it's like strip clubs rock and, <laughs> and anyway I will see you tonight because I need to pay my rent
0: <laughs>
1: right. so if you could just.
0: I'll probably meet you about right here. Right at
1: this table. Yeah, right at this table. (laughs) See you in a few hours. All right, thank you so much for joining me, Kyle. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. See you later.